Ladies and gentlemen, it's 10am. It's Tuesday the 13th of No Nut November. Almost two weeks into this motherfucker. That's my No Nut November over. All bets are off. This spicy little number, as if you didn't know. Skyhook by Man of the Hour Inside Info. A rascal little bit off a breed 12 inches from way back when. Only a cheeky 10 years ago. stuff ladies gentlemen humans all people all individuals all people of all species of all alien races every member of the universe welcome to coffee and memes on threshold.fm on this fine winter autumn summer spring morning depending on whether or not you consider the seasons to be so merely socially constructed. Uh, maybe they're a tool of patriarchal oppression. Who knows? Who bloody knows? Not me. I do my best to console myself with many things, uh, with, you know, getting out there trying to live right, but at the same time, trying to live a little bit wrong every now and again. You know, balance the scales. You know, try and do, do right by my fellow brothers and sisters. Do right by my fellow lobsters. Lobsters. Yeah. Lobsters. Yep, that's it. One more time. Lovely stuff. Um, there was a nice lobster costume that someone posted in the uh, lobster group, which I'm thinking of uh, buying. I can't see a, I cannot think of anything better to spend the Patreon uh, money on. I'll just pay for the running of the station out of my own pocket. That's no problem at all. And uh, I think, unless anyone objects to just to be doing the show in a lobster costume, I think uh, I think that's probably going to be top of the list, top of my Amazon wish list. Do you know? I, I don't know if this is still a thing. It probably still is a thing. Um, but girls on Twitter used to have in their like little bio bits like uh, Amazon wish lists, and you could go on and buy them stuff. Well, so I'm told. So a friend of mine told me. Maybe I'll start one of those. Maybe I'll post a few nudes, you know, on Twitter. See how it goes. <laughs> Never know. Anyway, welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on. You're pushing thirty, Slubby. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh. I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Threshold.fm. Welcome to Coffee and Memes. A fine bunch of humans in the chat. I can see them now. Decent, honest, God-fearing humans just out for a better way of life. A better quality of morning radio. A better quality of being in their cup. A better quality of pinger in their belly. Can't ask for more than that. We will have 
Inside info on the show any minute now. Literally, well, it could be now. No, I'm going to do one news story. Then I'm going to play this bit that he's made with Kazra that is hoo, hoo, choice. Then we'll get him on. Uh, yeah, right, come on, let's get st- straight into it. Man almost has his balls blown off when e-cig exploded in his pocket. <sighs> I can't say I didn't warn you. I can't say I didn't warn you. I mean, the only thing I'm slightly startled by is that he's not wearing a plaid shirt and he doesn't have a beard. I thought that was uh, the exclusive uniform of the vapist. Um, uh, a man has been left in agony after his e-cig burnt through his pocket and then uh, and the explosion almost blew his balls off. Dad of three, Darren Wilson, needed skin grafts to his crotch after the device burst into flame and leaked battery acid all over his privates. Fuck that for a game of soldiers, I'll tell you. Jesus wept. Do you think there's going to be a trade now in sort of, uh, I don't know, like maybe a sort of case for your rig made out of that stuff they make black boxes for aeroplanes out of? Because ain't nothing getting through that shit. Uh, The 37-year-old is in so much pain, he has to take morphine uh, just to go to the toilet or wash himself. I bet there's a picture here. It is riggedy, riggedy rough. Should we get that up? Um, Is is this going to be a thing? Where are we? Window capture. Come on. No, look, just, just let's be nice here. Thank you, here he is. Oh, good Lord. Bless him, poor soul. Must have been a big old rig. So, oh, some honking big old rig, the sort of one that you could, I don't know, beat an intruder to death with and then, you know, blow a nice strawberry vape stream right into his chops. Uh, where, uh, where are we? He said, I've been, re- I've been refurbishing the house. I was stood by a kitchen door, and the next thing I knew, I thought someone had thrown, like, firework in the doorway or something. Looked down, and my pocket was going off like a banger. I thought, shit, me vape, me beautiful vape. Uh, it was fizzing and sparkling, and smoke's coming out of it in that lake. I was wearing my work pants, and I tried to get it out, but it burnt through, it burnt me bollocks, and my left leg, I can't walk. It does seem rubbish, doesn't it? Owie. Look at him, poor sap. Poor soul, poor bless him, bless him, poor soul, poor little lamb, poor, poor little lamb, he got a hurty wing, oh, well, that's, that's a leg, isn't it, well, fine, same thing, right, look, okay, that's enough of this nonsense, let's get, um, let's get this bit on, uh, so yeah, this is Inside Info and Kazra, under the name Circuits, is there a remix of Spectrosol, uh, a track called Organizer, nice bit of gear by all accounts, um, I'll presume it's... A, oh, no, it's... Uh, well, it's Remus Special. It'll probably be out on... It's out tomorrow. That much I know. Paul will tell us what label it's out on. I'm going to imagine Shogun. That's my guess. Get your, get your bets in now, lads. Yeah. Joe in the chat See, he, he's got a lot of plaid shirts he's got a wizardy beard uh, he also has an android uh, do you drink craft ale but you don't vape
Yep, certified naughty bit of gear this one. Yeah, that's Spectrosol Organiser Remix by Circuits, which is Kazra and Inside Info. Speaking of which, let's get him on the horn. Woo! Skype crew inside. Way. Hey! How's it going, mate? You all right? I'm all right. I'm a bit tired. It's a bit early for me, but I'll let you off. Oh, thanks, mate. That's very decent of you. <laughs> oh, hold on. I've got the wrong picture of you up. That's, that's oh. totally unacceptable. Oh. Uh, yay! There you are. Hey, there we go. There That's we go. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, what time do you normally get up? Well, about this sort of time, actually. Or actually, recently, because um, I've become a dad, so that's oh, great. Congratulations. Um, but obviously, with that comes the early rising, which I was never used to. So, baby normally gets up about sort of seven, I suppose. So, mm. yeah, probably kind of get up about eight-ish. But you know, it's fine. I've just always been a night owl. I used to roll through until like three o'clock in the morning and work and then go to bed. But um, I've had to adapt a bit recently, which is fine. It's fine. It's just in the morning. <laughs> it's fine, okay? It's Don't fine. push me. <laughs> I'm, just not, I'm not at peak. I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of getting there, you know? So I'm sorry. I apologize if I'm a bit slow and sort of <laughs> generally not funny and horrible this morning. That's fine. It's okay. Seven o'clock in the morning is actually fairly reasonable for a baby these days. Don't have a chance to get mate, about five. We- definitely got we, you know we're lucky there that is that we we are very lucky there for sure um because yeah horror i hear horror stories of babies waking up at four and five and god knows what else and yeah that sounds yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what i do there i'd probably crumble <laughs> uh, i'm getting a strange lag on the uh, video and stuff since having the skype on for the broadcast give me one second i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna turn your video off of, uh, okay turn my video turn off turn your yeah. video off hold on a second where are you is that? Oh no, I've just turned my video off. Turn okay, your. Right can you turn yours off? Uh, hang on a sec. Uh, I don't know oh. how you do that. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. it's okay now. Oh, I think maybe it was an issue of um, uh, me sending my video to you. Yeah, fine okay. now. Okay. Yes. Okay, lobsters. Lobsters. Right. Um. Yeah, I'd noticed. Um, when you if you move your camera slightly to your left, you had a nice. Uh, Nice rack of gear. I've got a nice rack. Yes. Yeah. One sec. Let me get the. Oh, always nice to show your rack on the internet. Hey, there we go. On. Can you see that? Yeah. Is that, is that visible? Is it a bit blurry? Um, a little, a little bit. It looks sort of sort of smoky and kind of romantic. A bit, smoky, a bit film noir. Okay, I'm gonna just. You could have gubbins all over the front of the camera as a possibility. Get rid of all the gubbins on the camera. Hang yeah. On. All that jub jub. Oh, there you go. Oh, wow. Is that better? Yeah, that's the stuff, isn't it? Oh, I don't yeah. know what that stuff was. Um, <laughs> Smoke-free studio, yeah? yeah, yeah it is, it is, yeah. It's a, I do vape, though. Vape juice. Is... Well, I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show. Um, I didn't. There was a story was... about a man whose vape exploded in his pocket and has scorched his balls and his leg, nearly taken his balls off. Oh, God. There was an insinuation that he might have been mixing up his rig, like getting Uh different parts of different rigs and spicing them together to make some sort of hardcore turbo super vape. Oh, really? What, like kind of customising and... Oh, Oh. God, yeah. No, I I mean, I've... I've been doing it for a while. I do my. It's actually my vape. It's completely falling apart. I've had to put it together with tape. It's embarrassing. And well, be I, careful. That doesn't doesn't bode well. It's, it's not good. This is this is definitely due for an explosion at some point. Um, <laughs> so I need to sort that out. Actually, Let, lead underwear might be an idea. 
yeah definitely yeah i do need to sort that out but um i had um i had a couple of, i had a battery and i had a, i had that kind of explode but not it, it sort of started giving off smoke while it was in my pocket once um <laughs> while i was at a gig actually i put my hand in my pocket and i was like Fuck, you know what what is that it was like it burned my hand and then um it was the battery so yeah you've got to be careful and that's because i had the battery loose in my pocket and it was like it touched a coin or something or it did it did something so yeah that's that's uh or did it, it touch on ne- next to your leatherman or something that you had exactly, in next to, yeah, to your just, set of allen keys i think yeah exactly yeah um i don't know it was weird. it was it, i i got away lightly though but um i did think like I was like, what if this was, what if I was on a plane and all of a sudden, like, that would have happened on a plane? How would I explain that? Like, oh, excuse me, yeah. I'm on fire. They get a uh, bit, you're not allowed to put them in your suitcase, are you? You have to have them in on hand luggage. Gotta, yeah, you've got to have them on your hand luggage, I think, yeah. Right. Um, you can't put them in your suitcase. So. This is good information for any vapists listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, any you know, vapors, <laughs> Public info, public info as well as inside info. There you go. <laughs> you got uh, a lot of gubbins up on the wall there as well, Paul. I can see they look like calendars. That looks uh, no, worryingly or- organised. Like instruction, it's instruction manuals. Look, it's like kind of. Look, there you go. Can you see that? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. What for modules? Yeah, basically. Nice. It's just sort of because it's it's impossible to like some of these things have got so many functions. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, you know, I'm not going to remember that. Have so, you, and instead of just looking on Google every time, I just thought I'd put them on the wall. Have um, you got mutable instruments braids? I don't have braids. No, I've got yeah. plats, which is the um, the sort of is that braids is the oscillator, isn't it? Is yeah, kind of, it's the digital uh, oscill- yeah. wavetable oh. oscillator. There's someone made a really nice like color PDF sort of uh, lovely design thing explaining all the different wave which shapes and where they're what they're based on. Um, yeah, I've got um, Platts, which is kind of braids the newer version, and it's and it is really good. Mm. Um, it's clear. Although, I, to be honest with you, I don't use it so much for like synthesis stuff. I tend to use it for just whacking samples through it and kind of going nuts with. Oh um, uh, yeah, which is always fun. Yeah, just like the filters and the reverbs and things like that. That's kind of what, that's what I mainly use it for. Although I do mm. use it a lot for like sometimes just messing around for doing little synth lines, but um, noodly jams, noodly jams. Yeah. Mm. It's a very noodly jam machine. Yeah. Which is what the noodle factory. Noodle factory. Yes. Yeah. So what have you been working on recently? You've got this, um, uh, double act boy band, uh, with Kazra. We do. Started a new boy band. Yes. Um, that was, uh, interesting. Yeah. We, me and, me and Kazra, um, I've known Kaz for quite a while. He signed some of my sort of first attempts uh, at drum and bass like many years back in oh, really? eight. Yeah, like years ago. Um, and we've always kind of been in touch. We've been mates. And then and, and I did a I did the, this album for Viper and, and that one of the tunes on it, Kaz really liked it. It was like, oh, that's, oh, I really like this tune. Let's do it. We should do a tune together. Um, so I was like, yeah, man, that's that's a wicked idea. We've been talking about it for a while. Mm. So we did a tune, um, and then we did another tune, and then we did another tune, and we were like, this is, this works really well. He lives pretty close to me. I uh, was like, why don't we do this as a thing? We'll start a, start a new act with a fresh, you know, clean slate, if you like. Yeah. Wipe away all the mistakes of the past. Oh, and, yeah. All the transgressions and the... Yeah, and the... exactly. Uh, re- reborn. So, yeah. no, we were just like, let's try... We didn't really kind of overthink it. It was just like, let's just see what... What, what happens here you know it might mm. it might die within a year we might not be asked in a year i don't know let's see what yeah. see where we go with it so well you know in post-apocalyptic uh post-brexit society they might not there might be no need for neurofunk you know i don't think there will be to be honest i think yeah, yeah i think it will just be um put by the wayside and um well, no, nobody will be able to travel at that point anyway, yeah exactly so. yeah I think the import taxes on Neurofunk will probably be quite be high. Massive, it's, mate. It's predominantly Huge. a European export as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll have to go back to Jump Up. That's, no one plays <laughs> Jump Up abroad. It's an exclusively <laughs> English phenomenon. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, screw mate. Oh, um, God. Jump Up means Jump Up. <laughs> absolutely. But, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I, so me and Kaz, we started doing that, and um, we've got... We've got some more tunes out soon. Mm. Um, we've, got, we've got a remix out on Wednesday. Yeah, I just played that. That's a remix of Spectral Soul. Oh, you played that? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Nice that's boys, good. isn't they? 
Yeah, they're lovely. Although I haven't Bless spoken them. to them for a long while, but they are lovely guys. I'm sure they're still. They were lovely the last time they're I saw lovely. them. They're still yeah. lovely. They're still lovely. Yeah. Bless him, handsome okay. as well. Oh, and muscular. Muscular. <laughs> very, very. Absolutely, particularly Dave. Absolutely jacked. I think he's on the steroids. I think. He's properly on I'm it. I'm not sure. Wow. Uh, right, no, yeah, he's like, uh, do you know Brock Lesnar from the UFC? A bit like I'm that, but more liquidy. Brock from, from, is he, uh, what he is it even called now? Because when I was younger, it used to be called the WWF. Is it, what is, is, it, is it still that? I think it's the WWE, that. isn't it now? It's WWE, right. Yeah, okay. those pandas got, uh, had enough of... Uh, pandas, was it? The, well, because the, the World Wildlife Federation, wasn't it? They, it, they decided yeah, they'd had enough of the wrestling. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weird times. Um, I'm trying to, I think the first uh, record of yours that I heard was Skyhook on right. yes. Breed 12 Inches. That's a good record. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I played That's that at the beginning of the show. It's a yeah, fine, um, fine bit of kit. That haunts me, that record, actually, because um, it came out wrong. Like, it actually... Well, I was going to ask, yeah. Yeah, the version that came out wasn't the version that I did. Uh, mm. It was actually a version that Spore had mixed down because the label were not happy with the mix down. Yeah. Which, to be quite honest, looking back, it, I thought my mix down was a lot better than what the ones they did. But so did they, I. I've got an MP3 of it knocking around somewhere that I think you sent me on AIM. Yeah, like, I don't know. It was like, yeah. And then basically, so, and, and at the time they were putting it out, that I was moving house and I was all over the fucking shop. And sorry, am I not going to swear? No, I was no, yeah, say whatever and, you want. Um, basically, they said they, I, they sent, I sent them the stems. They did the mix down. They sent it back to me. Was that all right? And I kind of just didn't really listen to it and went, yeah, that's fine, whatever. And then when I listened to it, I'd realized they'd left out loads of the tune. I was like, oh. Hang on a minute, that's actually not good. But, yeah, um, I remember your, your version being a little bit like I've sort of more compressed. The drums were a little bit lower, perhaps, or yeah, something. Yeah, and, it was, and there, was, uh, there was like a big sound missing out the middle. Like the mid range was good, but anyway, whatever. I mean, it was years ago, and the grand scheme, <laughs> you know, yeah. it didn't really matter in the in the long term. Uh, anybody who said to me, "Oh, what the hell's going on?" I just I just sent them my version. Was like, "There you go." It's a yeah, bit. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's not worth. Two. Not worth trying to organise a fight in a pub car park about it, is it? No, definitely not. But if no. it is, do let me know because I'd be more than happy to referee. Okay. Yeah, sure. And no, commentate. Fine. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you've been putting stuff out with Viper recently as well. Viper have been, yeah, putting out some hot bits. Hot bits, yeah. So no, I'm actually. Um, so yeah, I did my album with them last year, um, and then I kind of left. But just pure, not 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 on bad terms. It was all good. Mm. It was just just purely because I wanted to do some other things, and I wanted to do the circuits thing as well. That that was kind of like, yeah, well, I can't really do that if I'm locked in with a mm. you know, contract sort of thing. Um, so now I'm sort of free to do whatever I like, which is fantastic. Free um, agent, a, a, a Ronin. <laughs> what was that? A Ronin. A samurai yeah, without a yeah, master. A, yeah, a wanderer kind of thing. Yeah, um, some sort of digital drama-based nomad. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, that's the one. Because no, we're not analogue these days, obviously. So, yeah. No, of uh, course not. Uh, I can see, see analogue in the background. Is, there, there's a, is that a make noise DPO? That, no. No, it's not, what, is it? What is analogue? Um, I've got what a, even is analog? a filter that's analogue. Not much of it is analogue. A lot of it is digital. Um, oh, you've got that raggy uh, sequencer that you have to do everything. What the beats? The beat step? Uh, no, no, no. It's in the middle of your rack, uh, net to the right of the tip top thing. Wait, 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 wait. Right, uh, uh, right, right in the middle. There, there. That sequencer. Is that a sequencer? No, that's um, that's a distortion. It's a wave uh, multiplier. I've got no idea. Is, it a boot, is that a bootleg clone or? A... So you got. Um, that's like a it's like a bit crusher in a sort of wave multiplier it kind of makes things sound really gnarly it's okay. really good actually and it's cheap as hell is it's it like, mm. yeah it's like i don't know it's, i think one of them was about 60 quid really uh, oh, right that's it yeah, very good that's very good peanuts for a modular <laughs> peanuts for a modular mate yeah, absolutely god you'd look at a 60 quid plug in and be like oh, i don't know, <laughs> I don't know that's a lot isn't it <laughs> yeah you look at a 60 quid module and you're like, I don't care what it does, I'm going to yeah, buy it. Yeah, just get it. Like, like, is it shiny? Does it, does it roughly go along with the colour scheme of my modules? <laughs> exactly, yeah, all sorts of things to consider. That uh, said, if something looks horrible, I, no matter how good it is, I won't buy it. Like those snazzy FX modules, I don't know if you've ever seen oh, them. Mate, yeah, they're just... 
Yeah. Looks like uh, someone let like their toddler design the faceplates for them. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of modules like that, though, aren't there? Where you look yeah. at it, and you think, why would you do that? Why would you? Why would you make that a thing? Why, why, would, you, <laughs> I don't why would that be your final design? I don't understand. So that. much effort must go into like designing like the ha- hardware for it, and then that's how you okay. serve it up to people. And then they're like, yeah, let's just leave yeah, that What? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. No, Matt, I mean, I've been, I've been doing this. I've been kind of, actually, this was kind of the inspiration for circuits as well. Cause I just started getting into it. And mm. when Kaz was coming around, we were using it a lot to do stuff. And I think that's where he, cause he chose the name. That's where he got the name from. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the circuit stuff is done using that. I mean, it's not done exclusively with that. I wouldn't, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to write a piece of music, you, although it's possible. Yeah. Uh, I just wouldn't want to do that. It's a, it would be a mess. Um, but a lot of the stuff is done with that circuit stuff. Yeah, I found doing like uh, I don't know a minute or two minute long recordings of tweaks exactly it's quite it. yeah. nice. I and then like, chopping them up. Yeah, I do like twenty minute jams of like random yeah. stuff, and then pull the best bits out basically. Um, yeah, and it's always you always come up with stuff that you wouldn't come up with in a computer. So I think it's got oh, yeah. people say like. Oh, but can you do all that stuff in a computer? And to a certain degree, you can. But the fact is that I never did. So I, you know, it's well, like I never would make that in the computer. So also, I think that's the that's the wrong angle to come at it. There's no point in buying oh. a module and trying to get it to sound like something in the computer. You want to be exactly. using it to get it to sound like modular like, stuff and apply that to your. It's yeah, it's definitely a context thing. The context thing, yeah, totally. And yeah. I've never really been a sort of purist of like, oh. It's got to sound analog. It's got to sound digital. It's got to sound like this. I just, I've never, I've always thought that whole thing was ridiculous. It, yeah. It's a sound at the yeah. end of the day. It's a, it, whatever it sounds like. If I, I want stuff to sound kind of interesting and new, not necessarily like a Moog or something like that, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this thing's just, I mean, it does all kinds of weird stuff. It's kind of like, mm. it, it was sort of how I work in the computer by twisting up sounds and doing things, but a lot more hands-on like just being able to touch things and sort of move things around was yeah was getting something going and then just sort of endlessly tweaking it is tremendously enjoyable it is enjoyable it's almost it's quite therapeutic as yeah well. definitely you a, bit of a bad day you can turn it on and you'll be like ah oh, you know um yeah you get into that sort of flow state where your mind doesn't think about anything other than exactly what you're doing yeah, which is a bit and of also a rare you're thing. not worried about what it looks like on the screen, which mm. is kind of almost a thing where you do subconsciously when you're working inside a computer. You're yeah. always aware of what's going on on the screen. Mm. So with that, I just turn off the screens, and and then I'm just purely like, uh, what's the word? Stimulated by the audio, if yeah. you like, as opposed to what's on the screen. Mm. I've been thinking about trying to do some sort of interesting drum and bass modular project is i was using mine predominantly for like house and techno three or four years ago i did a load of shows just like improvised like sort of dreamy dreamy house yeah it was an an ordeal but uh (laughs) rewarding when it went well had a really strange experience at uh, ade uh we did a uh did a show there called modulism which i was it was a night i was running in berlin and wow we did a modulism at ADE uh, in a little tiny place called the Winston. I don't oh. know if you've ever played there. They do a night called Cheeky Monday there, drum and bass okay. night. No, no. no. Um, and uh, it was sort of like, it was about half full of sort of like nerdy looking dudes, which is pretty nice. much what you expect from well, modular life. Well, a modular synth gig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, I'd, for- I'd forgotten that they'd told me like, oh, we have like a, there's a pub crawl that goes... <laughs> this is one of the stops on the pub crawl we have we have to let them in but they'll only be in for about 15 minutes amazing and i was like oh okay and i started playing and as soon as i started playing like just this like 30 or 40 really shit-faced girls just came in and sort of stormed the stage and they're all just like dancing Uh, Uh, just like tweaking away (laughs) like (laughs) sort of stuff and uh one of those like oh can you go go, rihanna have you got the weekend and i was just i was just like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, next tune, next tune. And they're like, wicked. <laughs> and then, like, 15 minutes, it was like, again, it was like half empty again, and just a load of dudes. It's just uh, drinks just nodding their heads. Scratching their tunes. Oh. <laughs> it was bizarre. Like, I, yeah, it was, uh, it was, yeah. That is, mate, that's amazing. A unique experience. 
A very unique experience, yeah. That is Mate, we've all been there. We've all, we've all had those gig experiences. I've had, you know, I, I remember I, I did a gig for New Year's Eve years ago, and it was some really sort of dodgy bar down in the middle, I don't know where it was, somewhere in England. And, and I was like, yeah, like, you know, really getting into it. And then this girl came up to me, have you got any little Wayne? And I was mm. like, um, I think you're at the wrong gig. Or maybe I'm at the wrong gig. <laughs> yeah, that's the question. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Go. I got into a bit of trouble at a, a show in somewhere in Essex. I can't remember where. Somewhere rough in Essex. It was a Weatherspoons, but a Weatherspoons where you could play music. And it, did it have a func- Did it have a function one sound system in it, or was it just a, just a normal Weatherspoons? No, it was it was a sort of unique. It wasn't like a normal Weatherspoons. It was a bit more clubby, but I'm pretty sure it was. Well, I don't know, it, it had a sort of big oh. glass windows. It was it was rowdy, and was I was meant to play. Uh, like hard dubstep because those those were the days and um, I got there the DJ on before was the local DJ and he was playing R. Kelly Ignition and it was going off and I was like this isn't going to go well this isn't going to go well yeah Um, and I managed about 15 minutes of um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, of it until um, the promoter came up to me like put put my money in my back pocket was like I think you should probably just go now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Probably Bessie. You're like people were angry. People at the front oh were really angry. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "We've got bear noise uh, next week. Um, I think I might have to cancel it." Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think you've uh, <laughs> you've got the wrong audience here, man. Yeah. God. Oh, well, uh, you've played out in Eastern Europe a lot, presumably. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, asking everyone for their best or most dangerous Eastern European gig stories. Uh, okay, um, I actually, so, me and Sigma, this was before Sigma had blown up massively, right. um, went to a gig in Austria, which isn't sort of super eastern block, but it's, mm. it's still Europe, so yeah. that'll do. That's fine. Um, and so Sigma played their set, and everyone was on, the, you know, it was great. I then went on. About 20 minutes into my set, the, the dance floor just started to empty. Like Everyone was just leaving, and I was like, Oh, obviously I'm not very good. <laughs> um, and it just literally was from like the back coming up to the front. Everybody was leaving, and and I was like, what the f- what the hell's going on? And then all of a sudden, my eyes started to like water, and I started to feel really kind of itchy around my sort of nose and face and stuff like that. I was like, whoa, what? And and then the bouncer came up to me and was like, mate, we've got to evacuate. Somebody's let off some tear gas. Wow okay so yeah so then we left the club and they were like if we give it a couple of hours we'll be all right but i was like mate i'm not i'm not waiting a couple of hours i'm, I'm going to my hotel um i've been tear gassed i don't think of, I'm... yeah i've been tear gassed right yeah <laughs> the game uh, has changed yeah exactly yeah but i mean oh god i mean i've done I've done other shows as well where i've been like I've, the promoter's given me some dodgy rum I've ended up sort of missing my connection back to the airport, mm. getting in some random van and then throwing up out of it, uh, which wasn't my best moment, to be honest with you. Mm. And then seeing some other DJs at the airport who had played another gig while I was kind of covered in vomit and sort mm. of like and kind of hid in the toilet just to not have that awkward conversation of, oh, how was last night? You know, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Smashed it, bro. Yeah. Smashed it, yeah. Um Car journeys yeah. are always an entertaining part of... Uh... They are the awkward sort of like, so, do you use Cubase? Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Well, uh, but it's got to be done. You've I've got to do it. always sort of envisioned that I will die at the hands of, uh, of a drunk promoter that's been up all night and oh, dri- driving me yeah. to the airport at high speeds. Absolutely. I think I remember doing a gig in Russia and we got in the car with a driver who had, like, he was probably the scariest person I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Like literally no hair, and I'm not knocking anybody without hair, but no hair, any kind of hair at all on his face, and just sped through like the town at like 80 miles an hour in a residential. I was, mm-hmm. I mean, it was me and Chris Renegade actually. Um, we had to say, "Excuse me, mate. We we've, we have people that love us at home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we are loved members of families. Can we please slow it down a bit?" But there you go. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you do kind of put your lives in the hands of uh, all kinds of sort of terrifying situations, potentially terrifying situations. Yeah. But I say overall, most people are, you know, sound as 
Oh yeah, definitely. It's, it, I, I had a fairly terrifying journey in Russia in St. Petersburg. There was um, there was some the club where they do World of Drum and Bass. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's like a really big kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, it was on a part of the city that is on like a bit of an island or something. So there's a bridge that goes up and down, uh, okay. and once you're on. <laughs> Like if you go, if it goes past a certain time, then the bridge doesn't go back down for another few hours. Okay, right, yeah. So there was a situation where I had to get the flight really early, and we were waiting for the bridge to come up, and only then had a certain amount of time to actually be able to get to the airport. And the driver took this rather seriously. Wait, I and, think I've had a very similar one to this. But go on, carry on. Yeah, uh, it was like I don't know if you've ever seen the film Taxi. Uh, I haven't actually. <laughs> uh, I can get the idea of what you're. Yeah, about to say. the opening scene is like uh, the well, the taxi's sort of all modified. It looks normal, and he flicks some switches, and it sort of lowers, and like a bit of spoiler comes out the back and stuff like. That. It was kind of a little bit like that, <laughs> but then at the end, it stops at the airport, and the guy's just immediately sick into a little sick bag that comes out the back <laughs> of the seat. And yeah. uh, I managed to hold it in until I actually got into the terminal, but then had to go into the toilet and just just heave yeah. my guts up. It was uh, it was absolutely pouring torrential rain as well. Oh, it was. Oh I was like, "This is it. I'm going to die. This you is died. yeah." I had a similar I'm one done. In, in Ukraine. Um, played in Ukraine. It was cool. And then the next morning, my flight was quite early. It was like a 10 a.m. flight or something. So <clears throat> we got on the motorway to get to the airport and the motorway was just like all of a sudden we started to hit traffic it was like oh god and we were running a little bit late so if we carried on i would have missed the flight so of course the promoter was like well we're gonna have to go backwards so we literally reversed down the motorway while all the speeding traffic was <laughs> <laughs> i was like ah! and then oh sort of like kind of like skidded and then sort of went off the side road but it worked it worked it's just that um <laughs> yeah i i left part of my soul there that day um i oh was God. very terrified you crazy yeah, uh, it did work Ukraine, it's, it's quite popular to have to bribe um, airport officials to jump the line because often there's only like one flight a day yeah, that goes yeah, to places. Yeah. Oh, so, have you been there a lot? There a lot? I, I used to play there quite often, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah uh, I've only been there once. Really uh, good shows though, man. Like really yeah. like amazing sound systems, just kids just so up for it and also really yeah. super knowledgeable about really know their stuff. Um, mm. And just, I mean, it's... It's an, also ama- it's an amazing open, place. Like, I was there. It was a multi-genre night, and they were going off to everything. Like, mm. There was a guy playing house. That worked. The guy played dubstep. That worked. Then someone played everything, and that worked. Mm. And I played all my drum and bass, and everyone went home. So that was it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, good they, they they know how to get it done. Bulgaria as well. Like played at Coos Night um, in Sofia. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've played at Sofia. Yeah, yeah. I've it's- never seen anything like it. Like 6 a.m., they're still moshing. yeah. No, they, they love it out there, man. I've only been there once, I think. That's it. I went there, it was last year, uh, and it was amazing. Yeah, mm. really cool place. Um, very cheap out there as well. Good ho- good for holidays, apparently. Yeah, yeah, nice very and hot in the summer. Out there, and it's quite nice, yeah. yeah. Great, uh, great Greco-Roman wrestling scene there as well. I don't know if you're <laughs> interested. <laughs> wow. Really yeah. some burly, big-eared boys just in Spanish. Really just going at going it. Going uh, throwing each other about. Yeah, yeah. Well. you're never yeah, too yeah. old to get into it. No, maybe they should bring that into the gig as well. You know, like you could do a gig. That'd be with nice. That going on stage. Yeah. Um, have, you, have you have you do you have you ever done like gigs where there's been like dancers and stuff on stage and all kinds of sort of random stuff going on? I've yeah, had that quite a- there was um, uh, particularly in Eastern Europe and Russia. They've always got some wacky uh, dude with like some sort of light sticks or some sort of yeah. day glow yeah. nonsense, just like pff, wanging it around. There was, um, I did a gig in, I want to say Bridgeport or Bridge something or other, um, out near, out west, west uh, countryside. Okay. And there was... uh, In England? Yeah, in England. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was a collection of girls, dancers that, I can't remember what they were called, um, but they... uh, yeah, there was because there was the night. No, no, because there were. It was around the same time, and it was a sort of like not parody or tribute act, but it was a sort of like a, a sort of pound shop version. <laughs> I don't know, I try not to be too rude, but I'll, yeah, I'll be, be honest good. as well. It was a pound shop Narnie shakers, okay. and they would stand like directly in front of you, 
completely separating you from your connection with the crowd, totally alienating any girls at the front. And it was just, it was just really weird. And there'd just be like some dudes, some peeled up dudes at the front, just like, these girls. And they're just like, and uh, I'm not sure this is adding to the experience. No. I mean, I'm sure it's, you know, I guess it's giving people some jobs. Yeah. But. Off the street. Or I don't know. (laughs) Oh, that's really bad. <laughs> uh, well, maybe, yeah. Maybe they're back on the street now. Maybe it hasn't worked out for them. They're just, yeah, living in doorways. Who knows? I hope not. God, I hope not. They probably work in call centres. That's probably what I'll go back to when this whole drama based malarkey yeah, thing don't will. work out. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Um, um, what do you think you'll do when you grow up? Uh, what do you want to be? Uh, I don't know. I'm probably going to be one of those sort of... I don't know. I mean... Fireman? Uh, my my yeah policeman I'll a, yeah i'll probably no definitely not well right. when i i wanted to be a chef actually when i was at really? school yeah i did um but then i sort of experienced it a little bit and i was like absolutely no way <laughs> it's the most yeah. stressful thing you can ever that do it's the most stressful yeah. job and hats off to people who do that job because you have oh to be God. a bit mad like and tell me and just be able to take abuse from yeah. like every single angle as well just abuse like you know and I'm, I'm not like that i i was reduced to tears like in yeah. 10 minutes. <laughs> um, so yeah but so i did want to do that and then um i don't know mate, when i get older i don't mate i just I, I, i'm probably going to be one of those dudes who like is obsessed with his garden you know mm. like kind of growing vegetables because my mum's a lot like that she's kind of got an allotment and uh, she's a beekeeper as well so i'll probably end up falling into something like that when i'm when i'm really old um or maybe teaching people like not what to do in the music industry (laughs) teaching me what not to do is is a really underrated like it's an underrated thing isn't it 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 is a thing definitely that there's like there are so many different things like uh not just music but different things in life where i think a lot of the time it's more important to know what not to do not to do absolutely yeah absolutely um i think like for like guys that are struggling to get girlfriends what they need to be told is what particular what things not not to, not to do not what to do yeah not exactly so like, i think what not to do is a much wider kind of you know yeah like be yourself yeah. but don't do these specific it's things specific like thing. don't yeah. say that stop saying that to women you're that's why they're all running away work <laughs> yeah absolutely um, but yeah, I think, I mean, God, where would you even start with things not to do in the music, music industry? Yeah, exactly. Um, I've, um, I've found a recent spate. This this used to happen on UKF videos back in the day, but it's now a lot of, uh, it's been going on in sort of private messages, getting a lot of private messages from people. Uh, they, when they used to do it in YouTube comments, it used to be like, Hey, I am just thirteen-year-old producer. Oh yeah, yeah. And Please I have no money stuff. for for uh, production uh, yeah. stuff, so I have no chance to ever make it sad. Um, please help me by checking out my channel. Um, yeah, that was a thing, wasn't it? At one point. That yeah, these yeah, sort of that. weird kind of begging letters. It was. Yeah. I don't really understand yeah. it, or whether or not maybe it was like one person did it, and then everyone else was just parodying it and sort of memeing yeah. it. <laughs> I'm twelve. Yes. Help me. Yeah. I am twelve-year-old Ukrainian dubstep producer. All I want yeah. to be is famous. That's all I yeah. want. Please help me with my dream. Yeah, I used to get. I used to get that as well. Actually, I mean, I still do a little bit. I get a lot of people sending me music, and that's great. You know, yeah, although yeah. I don't have a label, and I'm like. This is really good. Um, you should send this out. What do you want me to send do? Send it yeah. somewhere Although else. If, if anything is really good, I, I do pass it on to whoever, you know, with a personal recommendation. Yeah. So this, this is cool. I'm um, always happy to help with anything that I can actually do. Like, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I can't put it out myself or yeah. make you famous or whatever. I wouldn't want to promise anyone how, you know, I never... When I, if I did a label, I wouldn't want to sort of promise anyone that, yeah, this is going to be the best thing ever. And because, uh, uh, well, yeah, first you've got to remind everyone that no one buys music anymore. Yeah, exactly. Well, or yeah, ever but... really did since final, since final. No. Uh, no. Like, well, we might be able to get you fifteen thousand Spotify plays, and then you'll yeah, earn seventeen p. Seventeen pence. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. And maybe one day you'll climb up the ladder to be able to get a hundred pound booking in Essex. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Up. Of of um, the music career, there you go. So, yeah. yeah, it's um, uh, yeah. There needs to be a list of things not to do, and then also a, like a more 
what to expect. What, what, yeah, what to expect. Yeah. Kind of like what to actually expect. You know, yeah, that should definitely be a thing. Um, because yeah, quite often the grass is not always greener on the other side. Mm. But quite often it is. Sometimes it's great. It's amazing. Uh, and I still do it. I've been doing it a while, and I love it. So yeah. I, I don't know why. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it's quite merciless. Sometimes, isn't it? A, a real job, a cruel least. mistress. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm at the point now where I probably couldn't get another job because my CV would be like, "What? So, what have you been doing for the last sort of ten years?" Well, you know, not a lot. Well, but, I don't know. Like you've I've you know, the you've... wrong way on motorways in Ukraine. I guess. <laughs> it would. Uh, where would you go to get? Like I don't know. Maybe some sort of like consulting, music consulting, like picking. Yeah. Music. Consult- for, yeah. Or... I, I don't know. It, it's like because the thing is, like you. Well, ultimately, you you're sort of you're creating a product, like and the uh, and and trying to create as much value for that product oh, as possible yes. to yeah. um but then to go to an area of the industry whereby you're not creating a product you, you where you're going to be doing something which is sort of a service almost like yes a service, a service. Yeah. so yeah. i don't know or teaching like te- i mean teaching. yeah definitely yeah because uh, i've done a bit i've done a little bit of that and uh it, i've actually ended up i find it quite rewarding sometimes because i actually mm. end up learning off the people i'm teaching which is <laughs> Well, actually, mate, you taught me more than uh, I taught you. So, um, well, yeah. you can get stuck in habits, and then when you see someone who's a complete novice who's not constrained by any sort Absolutely. of process, That's like, what? Why have you yeah. done that? Oh, that's yeah, okay, that makes no sense, but it sounds great. What's okay? Yeah. I might try that. Yeah, I've had that load. Yeah, quite a bit actually. Um, people just sort of showing you stuff, and then, and then, and then sometimes like, I've done. I used to do some stuff for computer music, and. Um, I used to get people kind of writing in, like writing to me to sort of give me tips personally. It's like, oh, you, you know, you sure, did that. Un- unsolicited advice. And doing it. I was like, all oh, right, that's cool, yeah. So then I'd use their tips in the next sort of article and, and not give them credit. It was great. <laughs> um, uh, dear Inside Info, here's some, uns- here's some unsolicited, uh, unsolicited advice that you did not ask for, but I'm giving yeah. you anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Good times. Here's some uh, fashion tips for you as well. And here's some <laughs> tips on combing, yeah, your, combing your hair. Fashion. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what's uh, after um, you've got, how many releases have you had with Kazra now? Two, uh, three? So we did an EP and then we did a single. And then we've got this remix coming out on Wednesday. And then we've got another remix for Matthews' album coming out soon. Not entirely sure when, but it's soon. <sighs> Um, and then just make it really quiet take one of his tracks remix it but all you do is slightly remaster it and just make it really quiet loads of dynamics really it's like an old prog rock record (laughs) yeah that's because that yeah you've got to go in the opposite yeah exactly you've got no other choice absolutely um but yeah so that's coming out and then we're, we're working on an ep at the moment which we're just in the sort of we've got like six tracks and we just kind of sort of wing it down and mm. maybe make some more and do some other bits which we're planning to put out early next year um once it's ready um so yeah we, it's just ongoing really and then we've got some other stuff we've got a collab with these guys on critical called qzb which is coming mm. out on their ep soon as well i don't know i think that's coming out probably next month or in a few weeks so yeah there's, yeah there's a lot going on with that um we work and it's great to work with someone sort of half you know i've always always said when i was started because originally inside info was two people it was me and my friend scott right okay the last night actually for a, a cup of tea oh, um, that was nice. uh, we're still in touch he's a good friend but he wasn't really sort of musically minded i suppose um and get rid of him mate dead words with it yeah it that's like, it sack him off um <laughs> so so basically yeah i've always i've always enjoyed working with other people um i kind of prefer it to working alone mm. um and always wanted to hook up with someone and do something sort of for you know as a thing with someone so when kaz came along it was like yes come please <laughs> squeezing him tighter yeah. and tighter don't, paul, don't let breathe. go paul let, i can't breathe let go yeah <laughs> um, so yeah it's nice because we we can just bounce with each other and share ideas and stuff as opposed to yeah. just doing it on your own and you, you're always stuck in this kind of endless like oh is that good enough oh, oh mate sure. tell me about it this, this is a oh. thing like i 
I don't know. I've been thinking about it a lot for a number of reasons recently. Like mm. I spend probably 75% of my waking life on my own in a room with no windows. And Mate, this I, is it. It's not, it, I it's don't not, think it's healthy. It's not good for you. It's no. generally not good for your mental health as well. No. And that's why there's been all this thing come up recently about mental health and everything. Yeah. Everyone's been going bonkers for the last 10 years. Um, yeah. Making their room in dark rooms it's it is it definitely does have an effect on you oh 100 like, um for anyone who's listening now at seven o'clock tonight on threshold and on the youtube stream me and uh my pal akira the don are going to be trying to tease open this subject because it's like everyone talks that everyone says we have to talk about it we have yes. to start we opening up the conversation there's all these articles at the moment we on. have to talk about this but all anyone's talking about is the fact that we have to talk about it no one is talking about okay why is this happening okay what are potential coping techniques okay what can you do to mitigate against this sort of thing like Absolutely. why you know i mean it's a it's a complicated situation well, for a lot of reasons there's a lot of factors in it yeah social media is a huge huge, huge. factor in mental health these yeah. days and when when sort of people are projecting their successes etc constantly mm. online it actually makes you know other people get like oh well i should be doing that or why am i not like that yeah. why is this why is that that can that affects your mental health for sure because definitely your kind of the ethos now is project bigger than you are um mm. it, it does have a knock-on effect to a lot of sort of factors and yeah and then you're stuck in this room <clears throat> all the time making tunes and going out of the weekend and being mm. surrounded by all these people you know all this crazy sort of like almost the sort of polar opposite of yeah. your normal life and exactly. then you're back again stuck in the studio for for a week trying to sort of make it it, it can be very um very kind of weird and lonely because I, I used to work in a I, I had a normal job for like 10 years I worked in an, like an office environment if you like and traveled around and was it was a very social kind of thing you know yeah. I was always around people always sort of talking to people people I you know a lot of time didn't really like but I didn't really get on <laughs> with but it was still normal no, it's interact interaction yeah yeah it was an interaction and then sort of going to be a producer full-time that's what I missed. I was like, oh, you know, I kind of missed just going out for lunch with someone or mm. just talking to someone, you know, and having a bit of a laugh. And that, and then that, and then, and then, of course, you you sort of make up for that by talking to people on the internet and typing to people, and mm. that's not necessarily a good thing. You need to have like face to face interaction with people on yeah. the regular, hundred um, percent. Otherwise, you go mental. Mm. Um, so yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, I go to, I go out, sort of, I tend to wake up and then go out to the shops and do all my sort of chores and try and be normal for a bit and then lock myself away afterwards. Um, oh, hang on, there's someone at the door and I need to get that because it's a delivery. So all right, I'll me. hold tight. Hold tight. I'll just spit some bars or something while you're gone. Spit some bars. Okay, hold tight to Mandem. It's a coffee and means Mandem. Lobsters, lobsters, lobsters. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, while Paul's gone, um, uh, we should get into some sex robot news. Sex doll firm makes plastic models using pictures of real women without consent. Oh, dear. Oh, he sounds like he's back. Uh, I was just getting into some sex doll news, if you're interested. Oh, wait, nice. Oh, I missed that. Um, well, there's a company... Um, it's actually as from a story, uh, a sort of follow-up to a story that I covered. Um, I, d I don't know how much of Coffee and Memes you've listened to before, but f for no good reason, I've got really into following news about sex dolls. Oh, my God. Well, it's, it's just an endless source of mirth, really. Do you have a sex doll? God, I wish. That's oh, the okay. dream, yeah. My missus yeah, says I can't keep it in the house, though. I'll have to keep it in the yeah. shed. And then Put it in that's... the shed, mate. Put it in the... Have you got a studio in your shed, or have you just got a shed? No, I've, I, don't have, I don't have a shed, sadly. I've got a studio, oh. which, is, <laughs> a studio which is in a different, uh, different location. Okay. It's in a studio block right. in Bermondsey. Oh, no. I, could, no. I mean, there are a load of empty rooms here, though. I could start a sex robot brothel. You could do. You it's should a, do. They're making, they're making good money. Um, this woman up north, which is well, she's in the West Midlands. She started up a, a sex doll company. She she she's got a string of, of tanning salons, and she started up a sex doll sex doll rental service. Right, rental. Yeah, oh. can you imagine? 
Can you? Why would you want to rent something <laughs> that's already been used? That's, I don't know. It's I absurd. Mean, but she's also she's gone like, oh, well, it's going to be really good for like uh, companionship, uh, people with mental health problems, uh, people who suffer from anxiety. And it's like, oh, shut up! Come on, you're just trying to. You, you've seen that you can turn a pound note out of sex dolls, and now you're trying to spin some sort of humanitarian angle on it. I don't see how a sex doll is going to solve your anxiety problems. It's probably going to make them a lot worse because yeah. you'll be sort of like why am i doing this uh-huh. <laughs> yeah no definitely but, not and i do hope that if she does do that they are sterilized thoroughly um, yeah god you would hope so uh well i mean maybe you could have um well, someone suggested that you could um you'd have your sort of your own vagina <laughs> they'd have replaceable vaginas and you'd just have your own one and that you sort of slot one. in right. there so okay. i mean you could have it tuned up to all the settings that your personal preferences yeah. that sort of thing Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much you've thought about this, but uh, uh, maybe I, I've thought about it a bit more. Quite a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've definitely <laughs> put some thought into it. Um, <laughs> uh, they, they're coming on in leaps and bounds, though. There's someone's talking about right. a sex robot union that they deserve rights. They deserve rights? Apparently, right. yeah. Are they robots nowadays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can like talk back to you. They've got sort of basic AI functions, and they'll respond to you doing different awful things to them. Why would you want it to talk back to you? That sort of, I thought that was the point of a sex. <laughs> yeah, uh, who knows? Uh, who knows? But I mean, I did sort of suggest that perhaps they might like to sort out the human human rights issues in the world before worrying about whether or not a sex robot has rights. Absolutely. You'd yeah, think, I think you're right. You? I think you're definitely right. There. <laughs> Good lord. Good, lord. Good bloody uh, lord. Um, no. Right, Paul, I should let you get on with your day before I spoil it with any more dystopian news about sex robots. I'm, mate, I'm, I'm scarred Monsters. for the rest of my day now. I don't know how I'm going to carry on or, or, <laughs> or talk about um, Thank you. I shall write a song about it instead. Yeah, perhaps. do. <laughs> I, think you would do I think you'd do a good job. You've got quite a sort of sci-fi sound. Yeah, definitely. Bit. Make some squeaking noises and get some. Oh, I, oh, I'm overthinking that already. Hey, no, look, you could. Um, if you go on um, YouTube, you can find uh, the the main one that the sort of like the holy grail of sex robots is one called Harmony, made by a man called Matt McMullen. And there's a Vice, uh, there's a mini Vice documentary about it on YouTube. Uh, she, yeah, she talks, she says stuff. Uh, she says like, "Wow, your mix downs are so loud." Oh wow! Look at this. That's First that's owner of Harmony Sex Doll. Yep, that snare drum has got so much two hundred hertz in it. Oh wow! That is such a turn on. Tell me about your buffer override. <laughs> Com- compress my bottom end. Oh. oh. Uh, now send you down to YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> How much are they? Um, uh, about eight grand. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'm, I. I. Yeah, that's probably about roughly what I spent on this thing. <laughs> Which would you rather? I mean, it's a different kind of sort of sex you have with your modular and sex you have with your sex doll, but erotic in both ways. Maybe they could make it. so. There is a guy, actually, this guy called, what's his name? Look, Mum, No Computer. Oh, yeah, ever, yeah, yeah. Amazing. And he sort of made like these kind of modular mm. like faces and things that he does. Maybe um, we should... Tell him to do a sex doll. Yeah, you could probably just like TV controlled sex doll. Yeah, you could just sandwich like a flashlight or something into the rack. You just get a Euro rack fitted flashlight. But maybe you could then have some sort of CV inputs to CV adjust inputs, the speed yeah. or yeah. I think we should leave it there. That's the future that millennials want. To make CV controlled vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, well, that's the name for the podcast. This went went downhill. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when we were talking about mental health in the music industry? Yeah, we were serious for like two minutes, and uh, yeah, that was that was that was was the best bit of the show, the sex robot bit, not the mental health chat. (laughs) Oh dear. Um, All right, well, yes, you're you've got your remix with Kazra, aka Circuits, coming out tomorrow on which label? It's, well, we've got our own. We kind of got our own imprint for it, actually, right. which is just circuit. So we just, but it's it's Do part it's... of critical. Um, okay, cool. So, but it's circ 003 is the catalogue number, I think. So there you go. All right. Nice. Good times. Well, mate, thanks for coming on the show. Very decent of you. Thank you. And uh, all the best with your YouTube rabbit hole on uh, har- harmony. <laughs> 
<laughs> Incoming. About three, mate. If you give me a call about two a.m., uh, I'll be there. I'll be yeah, I know the missus is away, so yeah, exactly. You know, you got a free house. <laughs> oh god, oh dear. Cool. <laughs> right, a pleasure, mate. Take it easy. Take care. See you. Yeah. Bye. Paul, inside Ooh. info there. A fine gentleman. Hey, oh no, Posse's come back up. Oh Jesus, now we're in trouble. Oh no, the sex dolls are back. Oh, it's all gone wrong. There it is. Thank God. Um, look, let's play um, to play us out, uh, Mr. Inside Info with Metamorphosis. Thank you again to Paul for coming on the show. A fine, upstanding member of the Lobster Society. Metamorphosis. Genesis. New wave. Silver surfer, Friday to Sunday. Let the sun dance, blinded by sun rays. Too hazy for some better saw shade. She can win the gun, put them to shame. Witness the fitness Olympic Games. Get the gold, more money, more power They're still swallowing while we devour Metamorphosis Metamorphosis Well, thank you everyone for tuning in And thank you to everyone that's supporting us on Patreon To help keep this show going Help keep the dream alive if you want to support us on Patreon, you can get your name on the VIP list and get shouted out at the end of every show. That's Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mossen, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Ciaran R, Michael Kazirsky, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Harrod, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Peckle, Jerome Van Thunderbart, Mike Pye, and Anthony Walker. Like I mentioned earlier, I will be back at 7pm, around 7-ish, with Akira the Don, and we're going to try and unpick, uh, the, I guess, the riddle of mental health in the music industry and how to mitigate against the negative aspects of the industry. that would be a better lobster. We can do it together. We all just need a little more love, ladies and gentlemen. That's what Elon said. Can you be the boss of your destiny and master it? Metamorphosis. She just shout out Master Chef. Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. Thank you all for listening, everybody. You are a fine bunch of human beings. Steady job. No, no, that's not all right. Come on. Lobsters. Lobsters are very inappropriate for trying to smash soundboards with. Anyway, look, I will see you at 7 p.m. later. And until then, remember, you can get the show on the podcast. Uh, you can go to any decent podcast app slash outlet slash retailer and uh, search for Coffee and Memes. And you can also get the Threshold app uh, now as an Android app, and you can listen to Threshold very easily through the app. It'll tell you what song's playing at the time and all manner of goodness. The iPhone app will be ready in a couple of weeks, so that's pretty cool. And uh, it's got a nice... Uh, Nice little lobster claw as the icon, which is cool. So, until later, don't let your memes be dreams. Go out and be good to your fellow lobsters and just try and take care of this crazy flat earth. 
Someone's got to. All right, lots of love. I'll see you later.